is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. some freaking real good news. Yes. Hello and good news everybody. I'm here with Luce Tomlin Brenner um, and I'm your host Hannah Canningator. We're here to talk about some good news. Luce is a comedian and a storyteller. Um, she's a very funny lady. She just came out with a web series called The Gilmhauer Girls. You gotta check it out. You can find it on the Instagram, on the Facebook page, but mostly go and watch it on the YouTube. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's about two background characters on Gilmore Girls who have the same last name, but it's spelled differently, and they feel left out of the love (laughs) fest that Lorelai and Rory get. Yeah. So it's about them just trying to get a little piece of the action. And can't we all relate to that? Yeah, can't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, she also has a uh, is part of a show called The Radio Picture Show. That actually comes out tonight. So if you listen tonight, uh, where Leave. can you find the Radio Picture Show? I know it's at I the Virgil. At the Virgil. 8.30 to 10.30, second Wednesday of every month. Okay. So uh, you miss it. If you miss it tonight because you're listening to this podcast and you don't want to get out of your jammers. Yeah. Come in January, uh, comedians and writers telling stories that yeah. are funny and touching and practiced, most importantly. Oh, good. That's great. Yeah. This Not is Not improv. No. No. If you're sick of improv, like I know we are, yeah. this is the show for you. People rehearse these stories. They're memorized. They think about it, they write it down, they say it out loud, they practice it, they tell it. Yeah, they have a cadence. Mm, That's very important. Mm -hmm. They know when to look (laughs) at the audience and... And when to shy away. When to to close their eyes dramatically. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, your Sunset Show, I'm sorry, you just told me this. Oh, I I also produce a episodic... Uh, show at UCB Sunset, Upright Citizens Brigade Sunset mm, mm. Theater, called Sun Valley. And uh, this month's episode is December 29th. Uh, it's a Wednesday, 1030, UCB Sunset. It's very fun. Yeah. Uh, written by Haley Hepworth and Kale Hills. Ooh, very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Funny people. Funny people very. doing funny oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Jace Armstrong is in it. Kirby Hal Baptiste is in it. Oh, yes. Uh, Jessica McKenna is in it. Hilarity. Yeah. So many funny Marissa people. Strickland is in it. If you live in L.A., go see that. If you don't live in L.A. and don't know what we're talking about, well. You're missing out. We'll get to other stuff soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, um, we'll tour it. Yeah. Let <laughs> us know if you'd like to see a tour of Sun Valley. <laughs> uh, well... I'm super excited to tell you some good news. Oh, my God. I need this so badly. (laughs) I woke up an hour and a half ago, and it's been downhill ever since. There was so much traffic. It's Vermont is a mess. Yeah. It always is. There's always, like, cones in the middle of the road there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, a ton of cones, and I don't understand. Uh, I think it's just the city 
fucking with us. Yeah. Like, if you were a city worker, wouldn't it be funny to just put cones wherever you wanted? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I told Jonathan a story last week about these birds in Australia who drag cones, parking cones, around and put them in, in the middle of the road on purpose because That's they realized cars will stop. Hysterical. Yeah. What? Yeah. Birds are incredible. I know. I hate so it when people smart. don't like birds. And I have close friends who hate birds. I'm sorry, but I think they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they're dinosaurs. I, yeah, they are. Um, so they're smarter so than any cool. of us. They've been around the longest. I, I'm not a big fan of birds in houses. No. But I like birds everywhere else. That's <laughs> Everywhere else is where they're supposed to be. Right. Birds in houses is the wrong thing. That's the wrong place. No. They literally have wings to fly away. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, let me clip these. Yeah, and put you in a tiny cage and then try and pet you, which is awful. No, it's so symbolic, I feel like, yeah. to be like, I want this creature that's not supposed to stay still to be still and in yeah. a cage. Like, it's a torture film for birds. Like, we are – it's, like, hostile for birds. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Just being a pet bird. Yeah. In You're Eli Roth if you have a pet bird. And that is – that's something to be ashamed of. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I hate birds inside. Um, well, you want to hear the first story? I got this one. This yes. one, I should have. Uh, my friend Haley sent this to me. P.S. If you send me good news stories, I'll I'll freaking read them on the podcast. So if you find one, mm-hmm. send it to me. And she'll say your name. Yeah, Haley's about to get a huge bump on social huge, media. Huge. Uh, follow her at the Lovely Wild. Uh, she has a beautiful Instagram. She sent me this a couple weeks ago, and I'm so bad at my, uh, you know, all of my internet things that I just forgot about it but (laughs) I forgot to mention it in the podcast last week so I'm doing it this week um so this this young woman who has down syndrome started her own cookie business um her name is Colette DeVito she's 26 years old and um I kind of uh this sort of is a little bit of a flashback to one of my first episodes she has she's had a really hard time getting a job she's like very capable Mm -hmm. but um employers will not hire her they're always like oh you have great qualities but you're not really air quotes the right fit um yikes yeah and so she's just been really struggling to like be uh be employed um and she but she's never really like a lot of employers will consider people with disabilities a liability which i just wish we could i don't know change just be more accepting of all humans in general that day will come maybe. i don't understand why that's not related to like the you ethnicity yeah and sexuality uh, mm-hmm. isn't um, it part of discrimination the... yeah i think um i think that's why they they don't it's actually like say that they things. just say oh you're not really the right fit i don't understand how that's careful a, words i don't understand how that's a walk around though yeah do you know what i mean like I can just say any other thing when it's clearly this yeah. one reason. Well, that's the crappy part about any sort of um, discrimination is like. No, exactly. You just. <laughs> you know, what's the crappy thing about the, discrimination? The bummer part about it is. <laughs> I mean, I know all the good things, but tell me what, tell me why not to discriminate. Because <laughs> you can just pretend you're not when you really are. And like, there's so many like logistical things that people get around when they're just blatantly like being buttheads. I know that this is like not cool for people's rights, but sometimes I'm like. Wouldn't it be great if there was just, like, an ACLU, like, lawyer around all the time? All the time. Or maybe that is good for people's rights. I don't know. 
I feel like now I'm being the kind of liberal where people are like, nanny state. But I'm like, well, you need it. Yeah. You know why you have a nanny? Because a fucking kid would put their hand on the stove otherwise. <laughs> and you're collectively putting all of our hands, hands on, the, on the, stove. the stove. So yeah, fucking get a lawyer into every goddamn interview. <laughs> and you know what? We've got a lot of extra lawyers. That's what I keep hearing. Too many lawyers. Well, you know what? Bring them to a place where people need Help, oh, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I just want everyone to tell the truth at all all times. Like the like liar, liar, liar. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love that both of us were like, you know what movie I wish was true? Liar, liar. 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 That's, that's the one. That's the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. Oh, crap. Hold on one second. My computer's about to die. I have to look at the articles on the computer. <laughs> okay. Second. Don't say anything funny. We're back. I got the power cord. We're good to go. That's some good news, if I've ever heard any. Yeah. Power cords. Yeah, just the fact that we can still connect to electricity. <laughs> yeah. I feel like those are the things that we should be counting our blessings over. Okay. That's not a phrase I usually say. Counting your blessings? Yeah, it just came out. Well, I've been listening to a lot of Bing Crosby lately because it's Christmas <laughs> yes, time. Christmas. And, like, he has a song in the movie White Christmas about counting your blessings. They are doing a White Christmas showing downtown. I've been trying to find all the fun holiday uh, stuff. Oh my to gosh, do. I want to do that. Yeah, at like a movie palace downtown. I, yeah, or in uh, maybe a outside in Grand Park or something. Or maybe I'm confusing that with another Christmas thing. I know uh, they're doing like the Electric Dust Drive-In is doing Home Alone. Ooh, that's yeah. a goodie. Yeah, yeah. that's a goodie. Gotta get our. Christmas spirits going. Uh, I do love this time of year because it's actually very easy to find good news because um, people try harder. Make an effort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people try harder, uh, which I wish like, we would all the time, but I think it's – I always am like, yes, Chris. Because it's like the end of the year and people mm-hmm. are like, can we just yeah call it a wash? And like, <laughs> Let's, Can we all just – I like how like everyone's demoralized by the end of the year. Like yeah. That's my favorite because then people are just like – I think they're in a better mood just because they have to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, let's just, I'm going to start over. Yeah. I also love that New Year's is the day of starting over instead of like one's birthday. Yes. I was thinking about that <laughs> a lot this year because I was like, this is my new year, but yeah. it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. I don't know if that's just like because we're inundated, but it's like, no, it has to be. I can't start over until New Year's. Yeah, my year doesn't matter. Yeah. It's when the calendar year changes. Um, I think it's because you, have, you we crave shared experiences and community. Yes. Yeah. And so you're like, well, okay, yeah, it's my new year, but somebody else is like really fucking in the thick of their yeah. 30. Right. And they're like, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so they can't relate. So you want to be okay, we can all have this We can all together. have this restart mm-hmm. button where we change our life. I always think that's a funny part, too. My mom mm-hmm. and I were talking about that the other day. Like, okay, I'm going to change my whole life today. Like, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to. So I'm always like, I should start now. I should start. I want to start going back because I like yoga, but I just haven't done it in months because yeah. I tour with a band. And when I leave for like three weeks, it's like, well, now that all those habits I had are fucked. I yeah. start over every time I get back home. So I haven't done yoga for like four months since I've been back. Also, speaking of being in a frame of mind for good news, I very much resent when people post things like, ugh, the gym is so crowded with people trying to be better. Yeah. And it's like, 
why are you shitting on people who are trying to better themselves? Like, okay, you're yeah. also there. You're also there. <laughs> like, oh, okay, so you decided to do it on your own and you didn't need the calendar or a party to tell yeah. you to do it. Yeah. But like for the rest of us who are just like, I can't get through. I need this symbolic time to force me to change my life. Yeah. Like, it's I just need like New Year's Day. Yeah. Like, why are we being judgmental of people who are trying to get better? Like, why do you care what the reason is? Yeah. Like, I understand that, like, there's a little bit of corniness to it, but, like, I think it's so cynical and so selfish to be like, the gym is crowded with other people who care about their health. <laughs> yeah. Like, the rest of the time, those same goddamn people who bitch about the gym being crowded are mad that people are fat, whatever yeah. that means. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I just... Be... Be be supportive. Be supportive. Is your gym crowded? Great. Maybe count your blessings. <laughs> yeah. Like, be proud <laughs> that people are working so hard on themselves. I think you should look at people and be like, good for you. I hope that high this five, continues. Yeah, instead of being like, you're not going to be here in two weeks. Be like, I hope you are here in two weeks. Yeah. Change Switch your mindset. Switch that sentence around. Yeah, reframe. Reframe it. That's a little free therapy <laughs> for me to well. you. My therapist is out of town right now, so I'm turning it around. <laughs> I'm giving back. You're reframing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Reframing is the greatest therapy tool. Yeah. It's all about. Like, did the way you say that sentence suck? Try it again. Try it again. Keep saying it until it doesn't suck. <laughs> That's all reframing is. Yeah. Um, all right. So this true. this uh, oh, oh, 26 right, year old right, right. woman okay, so has Down syndrome. Has no one will give her a job, uh, even though she's capable. Yeah. Um, she so she when she was younger started um, uh, cook like got into a big passion for cooking. So uh, she perfected this amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe uh she won't say what it is because well i love be. that yeah i Dipped love that in cinnamon secrets secret recipes secret recipes are good news there's like, something exciting yeah so special about like a secret recipe mm -hmm. um though so she started she decided well nobody's gonna hire me i'm gonna start my own business good and that's uh inspiration for all women yeah and she <laughs> yes all women yes all women and so she started a website she made business cards uh she learned Dang. how to write um invoices and um she even like got a local client called the golden goose market where she's they sell packages of her cookies on the shelves and her like main she wants to eventually be able to also hire other people who have disabilities um and so cbs did a story on her this is the one that i read uh, um and that was two weeks ago so i checked out her website and since cbs did this little story on her she has had over fifty thousand cookies bought wow. like people ordering online and has received like sixty-five thousand letters from people she's now in the works to um build a, a professional team she works she her kitchen was in her apartment now it's in the commonwealth kitchen in boston and so she's also searching for her own warehouse now to build her own kitchen and distribution facility and she's already in discussion to like replicate her business across the country in different states so they can hire uh people with uh disabilities i love that so much I know. and is she sending like cookies to everybody that she interviewed with who wouldn't give her a job <laughs> with a little note that's like now i can buy I and sell it. you yeah. big mistake huge yeah <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, she's pretty. She's gonna pretty woman all those. Oh god, mean employers. Uh, yeah, it's so cool, and um, it's uh, they're called. Let's see, her. It's like called Coletti's special cookies. Is that her name? Um, Colette, and she calls it like Coletti's, and uh, Colette is one of my favorite names. It's beautiful. Mm Her label, I thought this was really cute and also, like, good sense of humor. Uh, at least this is what it looked like to me. The labels from the cookie on the cookies that she had at the store say, like, spe- very special cookies from a very special lady. And special is, like, italicized. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. I know. I love it. Throw it back. Good job. Colette. Colette. Yeah. Dang. That's that's so important. I'm so glad that like I feel like people again, cynical if you're cynical, people would look at us and be like, a human interest story. <laughs> but it's like, look at what a large platform does. Mm-hmm. And I bet so many people writing those letters are like families that have kids with Down syndrome yeah. that are like struggling because no one in, takes their kids seriously. Yeah. And acts like the kid is like defective because yeah. nobody takes the time to like learn anything about disabilities. Yeah. We're just like or just Ew. doing things in a different way, taking things a little, being patient. And oh my like, god! Just realizing that uh, I hope everybody works differently. Yeah, I hope that that's something that like as we grow uh, intellectually as a nation, that that's something that we can pay more attention to because I feel like with the rise of autism. Mm-hmm. Also, and just, like, even just, like, ADHD, that, like, there's no real, like, like, disability in general is a spectrum that, like, almost everybody is on yeah. in some way. And that, like, we can't all multitask. We can't all, like, work an eight-hour day. We can't yeah. all start at a certain time. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I wish there was more flexibility in the ways that uh, we view people's work. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially in America, it's like um, do the absolute, do the most you can in the shortest amount of time, and pump like just it's a, yeah, and like whoever needs you country. get get to them. Mm-hmm. If somebody calls you, you have to call all of them back. Yeah, don't take days off. Um, yeah, this this girl rules. This yeah. adult woman, she's yeah. twenty six. 26, twenty six is still is pretty such young, a young though. age to like to be having a cookie business that. Like and that your work you're like setting up a franchise across the country and I like I have, tr- well uh, I mean I didn't dive into it completely but tried to have a couple different like I I mentioned this in an early episode but I tried to do an eBay store and then I have a very like tiny tiny Etsy thing that the Pizza Hat I don't like I have no idea how she's doing this or how I. And and the fact that she has Down syndrome on top of it, which is just, like, a challenge that because, she has to overcome. Like, yeah. making your business is a challenge enough just for people who are smart. <laughs> not saying she's not sm- – oh, my God. But oh, like, my God. Yeah. This oh is the end of your God. podcast. You're about to get so many letters. <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, for the, people who don't have Down syndrome, it's still hard to make a business. Exactly. Well, I think in general it's hard for anybody to – have someone believe in them. Mm-hmm. Even if you have friends, 
It's like when you want to do a venture, people are like, okay. Yeah. I mean, acting and comedy is like that. Mm -hmm. And then any creative thing is, again, I don't think our society values the arts enough. We value it when it's like a blockbuster movie yeah. and like when it's something that's already big. Like, yeah, everybody likes fucking Hamilton. Right. Well, great. I'm glad we've given attention to that little startup. You yeah. know, but it's like getting the people who could write Hamilton eventually attention, like mm -hmm. so that they have the courage to write Hamilton. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what's so incredible is like not only you have so many people who are closing their doors to you when you have down syndrome or mm -hmm. um any type of uh intellectual disability that people when anytime anytime you're othered people are like not wanting to work with you yeah and also not even not wanting to work with you but not thinking you can do it yeah the like idea that you're not capable of anything yeah so frustrating she's yeah. overcome and she's just like and you've got so many people like she must have an incredible family mm -hmm. and then like investors i mean people who like put money into her right? yeah well i think uh i mean initially it was just her in her apartment and Amazing. doing some online orders and spreading the word and yeah. now she's like yeah i think now people are like oh okay and getting we gotta order these cookies i know i have a i have a link to her uh website on the um blog okay so if anyone Go or order. you can just google uh just google colette devito Amazing. Also. Where is she based out of? Um, it's in uh, Boston. Boston. Yeah. Nice. Um, I hope she oh, – one of the years she had a storefront, like a bakery. Yeah, I would love that. Um, there's a, a bakery. There's a restaurant um, also on the East Coast. I think the first episode I did called The Kind Cafe, which is all employed. It's all um, – a mom started it whose two children were autistic mm -hmm. and it's all autistic people who she hires to work there. That's awesome. And it's like a restaurant and it's the coolest thing. I think that that's amazing and important, but I wish the parents who are already like repping their kids, taking care of their kids, going to like a million therapy sessions and meetings and they're just trying to have build a relationship with their kid don't also have to like change the world for everybody. Right. Do you know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like, I mean, it goes back to everything. It's like if the people who weren't marginalized um, would come around and be like, hey, you can work here even though you're yes, autistic or I you know. have Downs or you're paraplegic or like. Yeah, it's not just the moms and the people who actually are have affected. it. Oh, yeah, are like, it? you know what? I don't sleep and I'm emotionally worn the fuck out. Yeah. But I'm going to start a business for all kids with autism. Yeah. Like, oh man. So incredible. Lady, Crazy. you're the best. And also, I'm sorry. Thank yeah. you. And I'm Thank sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, speaking of parents, they just don't understand. <laughs> uh, this, this, parent couple uh, a kid uh, named Charles Cole the third posted a photo on Twitter of him and his parents um, or no not him and his parents a photo of his parents graduating college together Aww. they were addicted to crack and um, never I just gasped so much I'm so sorry people could hear that I feel like I sounded just like the whitest midwestern person right then like oh dear heart addicted to crack and they bounced back from that. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, but they, they had three kids. They were, like, battling a crack addiction. Um, 
I think partially while raising them. They've been sub sober for twenty for twenty years now, but they were never able to really go to school because raising three kids, first of all, and then also having an addiction. Um, so they got sober. They attended the Sacramento Theological Seminary, and now wow. they have a Bachelor of Arts in Biblical Studies. So they're gonna. Um, keep going and get their doctorate and then eventually open a church and they want to specifically help homeless veterans. Oh my God. Yeah. That's again, real bounce back story. Yeah. Um, really cool. And the, I I just love it. Oh, sorry. I just didn't know you could open a church. You can just open a church. Uh, well, I think you have to be like they, Oh, right. They're getting there. They're they're working towards it. (laughs) They're getting a doctorate. They're saving up stuff. their theological <laughs> in ministry. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Like you or I couldn't just open it. Okay. I, I mean, we, we could, could start a cult. It'd be a cult. Yeah. Okay. And then eventually make our way to becoming a religious like sector. But mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell you're like a real. You're really struggling when you're like, is that my next venture? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, maybe I'm that's gonna... how I'll make money. <laughs> Like when I'm up late looking at Etsy, it's like the middle of the night, and I'm like, I should build dollhouses. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna make money I'm from dollhouses. Dollhouses. Um, I'm gonna start a cult. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm right there with you. I just showed you how I'm gonna start selling pillows now. Yeah, <laughs> like ten minutes ago. Um, the the mountain pillow. Mountain Look pillow. At the mountain pillow Instagram. But addicted to crack, were they veterans at all, or they just have a soft spot for veterans? Um, I don't think they were. I was also wondering uh, about that specific, like homeless veterans. Um, I mean that is like a pretty big population, uh, yeah, of the homeless community as well. So, uh, yeah, I think they mostly are trying to open a church. Um, and then like before that help, uh, in addition to that help specifically homeless veterans. Um, yeah, so cool. They said they were like inspired by their son going to college. Um, oh my God, the child inspiring the parent. Yeah. And they were like, we're going to turn this around and, um, I love that. Say no, be done with crack and. Were they sober for 20 years? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm not uh, – the son is also graduated. So okay. I'm guessing um, – For, like, some of his childhood. Some of his – yeah. And, you and said they, they have, have three two, kids. Okay. So, yeah, two, two others. Kids. Well, and also just so cool. hard. Yeah. <laughs> I have no you idea take how the edge anyone off. does it. Uh, that their family is, like, still – like, he's obviously close with them. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know uh, – I feel like that's a pretty hard well, they, thing to get to get through, and so it's cool. Yeah, that, I mean, they couldn't have been missing that many baseball games if he still like loves them, <laughs> right? Right, like <laughs> and they're still together. Yeah, um, it seems like they uh, wanted to be sober and like wanted to have lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was a cool little. I love that tidbit. So they're going to get their doctorate again. Mm-hmm. So this podcast makes people feel better. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is about... This is a podcast about a bunch of people who have had it worse than us and then are now doing better, better. than us. <laughs> yeah. Like way more challenges. Yeah. 
and just killing it. Yeah. Too. And I'm like, I got here like I just couldn't get out of bed because <laughs> I'm sleepy. I was up all night thinking about how to make a dollhouse. And I, <laughs> and I can't get through today. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Uh, okay, another – oh, man, my segues are – I'm. Your last segue I, was really good. Yeah. I sat thinking about it for uh, the first half of what you were whoa. saying and didn't even hear it because I was like, what a segue. What a segue. So in the theme of a parent say or a child saving a parent – oh, I messed it up. Uh, <laughs> in the theme of a child saving a parent, um, this 19-year-old girl lifted a burning truck off of her father oh and saved his life. That's the – that's that's the dream. Like you always hear those stories, and this, yeah. and it happened. I'm so glad that that can really happen because I've always wondered, wondered if it's, it's if it's real or if it's an urban myth. No, it's so real. Uh, basically, the scene from that movie Crash was happening in her house. So her dad oh was God. like working um, on his truck in the garage and had it up on a jack and was fixing a brake, and then the jack slipped and the truck fell on top of him. And it, uh, one of the wheels was off, so it pinned him, like, p- completely pinned him down. Gas started leaking out of the truck. Why? An explosion happened. Oh, my God. And a fire started. And this girl, this was a couple days after Thanksgiving, and so I'm assuming she, like, heard the crash and went into the garage, sees fire, father under a burning truck, lifts up the truck, like, is able to lift it and move it and then pull her dad out. And I watched uh, just a short video interview with them. She is a very, like, she's, like, not – she's, like, a petite girl. Yeah. Like, um, and her dad is a big dude. And so she, like, lifted a, a GMC truck, pulled her dad out, then hops in the truck and drives it on three wheels out of the garage so that it doesn't blow up. <laughs> then, like – Gets out she of the, drives a burning truck at, yeah, at, on three wheels out of the house. Like her, after you have lifted a truck and pulled your 190 pound father out, driving the car is just like whatever. Yeah, I would have been like, oh my god, I can't believe she. I just did that, but she was like step one, step two, and then she went back into the house. Uh, her family was all inside. Her her sister was there with like her baby. She picked up her sister's baby and apparently was very calmly like, everyone needs to get out of the house. It is on fire. She got everyone out of the house, closed the garage door so the fire wouldn't spread, and called 911. And then flames are, like, starting to shoot out from the garage, so she picks up a hose and, like, keeps the fire away from the house while they wait for the firefighters to come. I feel like my face is, like, bugging. (laughs) Like, my eyes are coming out of my face right now. I am in love with this girl. Yeah. How old is she? 19. 19? Is she already in college? Because that's her acceptance letter. Um, or like her she went her personal to, essay. This explains a little bit of it, but she was in the Air Force Academy. So she just finished high school last uh, spring, spent a semester in the Air Force Academy, uh, but doesn't think that's what she wants to do. So she's like quitting and taking a break from school to try and figure out what she really wants to do. Um, maybe save be a she's a real life superhero yeah this is the beginning of an episodic about 
a superhero. Yeah, and she doesn't even need a tragic backstory. No. She, like, kept her backstory from being tragic. She was just at home for Thanksgiving, and... and Was this a connected garage? Like, the garage is connected to the house? I think so, yeah. It seems. And the garage is, like, all burned up. I just... It does. It makes me think of that scene from Crash where the dude is pinned under the car and everything's on fire. And they're like, and she, she, in the interview, she's like the cutest petite girl. She's like, I don't know. Like, I just went, I didn't feel like I was lifting anything. Like, it felt like lifting a paper. Oh my God. It's true. I depend on that being true. Yeah. I'm always like, if I'm in a deadly situation, I will be the strongest one. (laughs) So I have a lot of like decades of pent up rage and just like pacifism that has like kept me from lashing out but I feel like that'll come when I need it to when something falls I also was kind of glad not not in a like very glad way but I had started to think that um if gasoline starts spilling, nothing like that. It was a movie gimmick to be like, if gasoline spills, the car blows up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because it's been proven that if you shoot a gas tank, the car will not blow up. And right. like, when I see, I'm always thinking cars are going to blow up. But then people have been like, no, that doesn't really happen. That's just a thing in movies. It is not. If your car's leaking gasoline, an explosion could start. It apparently. still happens. Yeah. So don't. Don't rely on that. I also was proved, like, my point in my head was also proven of, like, jacks, if you're underneath a car on a jack, it's going to fall down. Yeah, no, that's a final destination situation. Yeah. I don't, I love the idea of being able to work on my own car. Feels very Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. But I also, like, like the idea of continuing to survive Mm -hmm. and just, like, paying. I love spending money so that somebody else is taking a risk. And there... (laughs) Well, and their risk is there's usually, like, different level, Like, they're in a hole underneath the car, and the car can never fall on them. Exactly. Like, and, it's and not a risk. Lift. It's yeah. not, yeah. Um. Yeah, so this is her. This is even, uh, like, this is a bad camera angle. <laughs> she is more petite than she looks in that photo. <laughs> <laughs> is she, like, on a podium or, or on, like, a soapbox or something? She's on a little... <laughs> They had her step on top of this box, and she's like getting it. She got an award from um, the fire department. Yeah, for being uh, a real life superhero. Where did this happen? This happened in, um, I think, uh, I want to say Philadelphia. No, not Philadelphia. Sorry. Um, there's two other Pennsylvania things. Oh my gosh, I forgot to write it down. That's okay. Um, she's, I'm. So impressed with that situation. Yeah, I can't. I, uh, so crazy. <laughs> I love that she was just like, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, not like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> right. Uh, she not only, yeah, she just did all of the steps. It, it was like a stop, drop, and roll for everything that. You well, the much more complicated lift a car, pull your dad, drive, drive the, the truck, car. shut the go calmly. I love that, like, yeah, that she wasn't thing. like, ah, get the fuck out of the house. Yeah, I just pulled dad out from a burning truck. Everything's yeah. gonna explode. Uh, but that's so smart because people would have questions, everyone would be worried. Yeah, she just picked up the baby and was like, okay, everybody, we gotta go. Um, 
So I know it was, I think it was in Washington, but I just can't. Oh, Vienna. Oh, uh, V-A. Virginia. Virginia. Um, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, you're going to like this one. Too. Oh, speaking of houses, man, I'm on fire today with these. <laughs> Oof, do I need to lift you out of the, <laughs> out of the Segway truck? <laughs> Let's all calmly walk out of here because I'm on fire. <laughs> That's my new favorite phrase. <laughs> So I'm segueing into, I always do small town news and Animal Corner towards the end. I have two small town newses this time. Okay. Um, so uh, my headline for this one that I wrote was, like a good neighbor, she bought back an elderly woman's house when she was evicted. <laughs> um, State oh. Farm wasn't there, but this woman named Daniel Calder was. So uh, <laughs> Angie Tyma. Had the best birthday present ever. She, for the last three weeks, has been living in a Holiday Inn. Um, she's She just turned 89 last Tuesday. She was evicted from her house that she has been living in for 35 years because Ugh. she and her husband really originally owned the house, but then 20 years ago, her husband passed away, and I it seemed a little unclear, but like I'm assuming because of financial reasons... She ended up send, selling the house to a family friend who lives in Europe, um, and that family friend continued to rent it to her, like, because she was living overseas. So she's right. she's been in this house forever, um, and she didn't know this, but apparently this recently this family friend ran into financial issues and stopped paying the mortgage on the house, Oof. and the day she found out about this was because the lender foreclosed the property and showed up on Angie's doorstep and was like, you and all of your stuff need to leave today. So all of, she's an 89 year old woman, all of her stuff gets tossed out on the lawn and they're like, um, bye. Like you cannot live here anymore. And this is originally like actually her own home that she bought with her husband. That's um, not a good family friend. No. It's, why wouldn't you just tell her? Just be like, Hey, heads up. Because you're in Europe. Yeah. You're and you're like, I've got cheese. an ocean. Like, yeah. And you're old. <laughs> Who is this? Oh, I know. man. Um, so, Put that person on blast. Yeah. For real. So, but she's been a staple of the community for 35 years. She, Aww. like, I guess she's, like, got the mouth of a sailor and loves to dance, which, love love that. Um, and That's she, the old woman we all want to be. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's my aspirations. Um, just be the same. Just be the exact same version of myself. Older. Older. Um, she, so everyone in the neighborhood saw this happening, and so everybody, like, jumped in. Everybody took in her stuff immediately for storage, and they all pitched in to get her a room at the at the local Holiday Inn. But her one neighbor, Danielle Calder, was like, this can't be happening, and she bought back the house for $167,000. <sighs> And is continuing to rent it to Angie. Um, So on Angie's birthday, she handed her the keys back to her house. Beautiful. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm tearing up. I like that that was timed perfectly for her birthday. Yeah. I know. They're like, it's a good thing, this saga. 
lined up perfectly because <laughs> i don't know what we would have done if it yeah. would have been a month after her right birthday. yeah just find another like well it's arbor day angie we know you love trees <laughs> we know we love the trees at your house you can live there again yeah <clears throat> wouldn't have had the same impact i feel like yeah um i love that where did this happen so this happened in hudson florida which uh florida. i think has a population about 12,000 people. You know what? That's good. I'm glad there's some good news in Florida because I like making fun of Florida as much as the next person. But like there's good people that live there and they deserve a little, they deserve a little shout out. Shout outs and some, yeah. They take care of each other. They're not all like deadbeat dads and like people doing new drugs and killing each other. Yeah. 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 Florida gets a tough rap from mainstream media. Yeah. Y'all need to focus on the and the good, the good people there. Good people, Florida. Um, wow, I know That's I great. love that so much. I would love to buy somebody's house for them. Me too. We can't live here anymore, though. <laughs> That's what we want to do. Yeah, we cannot live in Los Angeles. I bought your foreclosed home for twenty-seven million dollars. <laughs> you can just pay me rent. <laughs> yeah, like um, Jennifer Aniston. I'm sorry you haven't been booked in a couple of years, and that you can no longer afford your villa. But I bought it I back, back for you. Good neighbor. I've seen you around. <laughs> You've done so much for the community. Uh, and this is my time to give back to you. Um, okay, other small town news. This is just a little bit tidbit. Um, Middletown, Pennsylvania. So it's about 9,000 people, which is um, – it's little. It's pretty close to – this uh a little bit bigger than the town I grew up in. Um wow. Yeah. So, little town and there was a it's Christmas time, so there's the Salvation Army bucket set outside of the local Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um somebody put a winning lottery ticket in it and they said that they've had that happen before, but it's usually not more than like $20. This one was $1000. Oh Anonymous my God. person. Yeah. Um, and this particular Salvation Army, even though this is a small town, they actually serve uh, – it's in a division that serves 28 different counties in um, Jeez. in Pennsylvania. What does the Salvation Army money bucket go to? Um, it, it's like it, it helps families in need and homeless and just like people in need in general. It's like mm. one of the oldest. Well, I know – I technically know what Salvation Army is. Right. I feel like they got hit with like a they were kind of anti-gay there. They're pretty yeah. I think like um conservative. It's definitely more of a cons- it's old-timey. So yeah. it's like one of the first it's uh yeah. They don't know any better. They're old. They're from <laughs> a different time. A terrible terrible They're, time. Yeah. They've just time traveled here from the 1920s, and so and so they're still grossed out by gay people. <laughs> like, um, um, yeah, I actually I should not be spouting off too many facts because uh, it's not I don't know a ton of about them. I just know they give to give to the poor. And well, have I know been they around have like soup kitchens. I used to my church my church. <laughs> I don't belong to a church. When I was a kid, I was raised in a church like most American mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. are <laughs> and um they we went to soup kitchens like all the time mm, yeah one the Salvation Army soup kitchen in my hometown yeah we like did nights like several times a year so I feel like that was good because I definitely like 
fed a bunch of people mm-hmm. who needed food. Yeah, they do. And they didn't ask their sexual orientation like, <laughs> right. at the door. So like, you gay or straight, you can't eat. <laughs> yeah, no, if you're gay, you can't eat. We're gonna starve the gay out of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're definitely more conservative, but they still do. They still do some. They they have that super old timey font too. So they've. Oh, I love that. That's font. how I know they've been around. Oh yeah, you don't get calligraphy like that these days. No. No, if this was a new charity, then it would have like that bubbly font. Yeah. Or it would be like a garish, like a like a orange and blue, like a Doritos color. Yeah. Or like the font from the show Girls that everything uses now. Oh. Which is like the block. Yeah, big block. Like, um, I'm not a font person. I know all of our font fans are out there screaming. Yeah. Like, whatever came after Havelica, I feel like. Yeah. I know uh, uh, Havelica. Did I say it right? I have no idea. Again, I'm not a font fan. It's one of those things, I see that word and I read it like how you used to read uh, Hermione. I was just going to say Hermione. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, yeah. Or like you know it in your head, but if somebody asks you to say it out loud, you're like, I don't know. Hermione. 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 Um. Yeah, just a jumble of letters that makes sense in your head until right. somebody's like, say that. No, and yeah, like, and that's when no you're idea. like, oh, I can't read. <laughs> yeah. Newsflash, I've just know. been repeating the words I've been hearing my whole life. I've never actually been able to read. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I feel, oh, man, I don't know if this is, if this is I, I always feel conflicted about donating to Salvation Army ever mm-hmm. since I found out how anti-gay they were, but I feel like I should do more. We'll just research. find. Uh, yeah, we should probably both do a little more research. Uh, but this just find. Isn't a that's, you don't have to. Though, so. You don't have to donate to them though. There's so many other good charities you can donate to. There's more charities. There's like tons of charities out there. They all need buckets. <laughs> you know. Yeah. They just said more buckets. And also, not every bucket is Salvation Army. Not uh, every bucket is Salvation <laughs> Army. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse I to have in buckets. Such an authoritative way. Also, Luce, not every bucket. <laughs> I I'm glad you did because I've refused to keep a bucket in my house because I'm like, no, not the Salvation Army. Hashtag not every bucket. Not, <laughs> not all buckets. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. No, that's good to know. There's a white bucket outside of the Rite Aid on Vermont mm. and Hollywood. Yeah. And. I, I feel like the people with clipboards have made me suspicious of anyone just standing outside of a business. Uh, people holding clipboards? Yeah. I bet if they had so a bucket many. instead of a clipboard. Yeah. Clipboards. I There's these... There's these Greenpeace people who stand outside of Lassen's uh, in yeah. Echo Park. And they are wearing... Oh, I hate them. I, I try not to judge people, but, you know... We all do. Well, they're Greenpeace, and they're wearing like crop tops, like crocheted crop tops, and like yoga pants. And uh-huh. I can't, I can't handle it. And they're like, "Hey, I just want to know if you had an audition. Don't I to almost said audition? <laughs> do you want to audition? Do you want to audition for Greenpeace? Well, you we, have to wear this outfit and have abs, and we're desperate for work. <laughs> yes, I'll find. Yes, yeah. what's Audition. my motivation? Yes, when, where, now? Okay, okay. I have a song. <laughs> I always maybe have a this song. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I feel for those people. I know my heart goes out to them because I used to be a door-to-door person for mm. Clean Water Action in DC, and um, 
And that job was terrible, even though clean water is important. Yeah. But those those are the jobs that nobody wants to work. They're working those jobs because they have to. Yeah. And like, you, they're not making a lot of money, and it's very dehumanizing. Yeah, and a lot of it is volunteer work, too. Like, some of those people are just out there. No. That's volunteer work? I don't I think, think anyone so. would volunteer so, to do that. I mean, maybe. 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 I don't know. I My heart goes out to them, but it, that's the organization should not be doing that. They're oh. exploiting, like, cheap labor from young people who are desperate for work. Yeah, and like, also so many people, It's they're always catching you when you're, like, in the biggest hurry. That's the thing. They stand on Vermont, and I work at a boutique on Vermont, and they stand outside of there, and they're like, you have a moment? And I'm like, no, I'm late for work. Or I'll be on my lunch break, and I'm like, I can't. No. Yeah. And they, I feel like they're always like, do you care about whales? Like... <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't. Ex- you don't even have time to explain. Don't like, manipulate yes, I do. me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. L- buckets are better because you can just. You're, it's like a bucket. You have the clipboard. Yeah, got to stop. And- I don't want to have a conversation with you. It's like Facebook has come to life and wants to interact with me. I'm like, no. I don't want to talk to a stranger about my political opinions. Yeah. Like, and I also like. I just feel like real weird about all the capitalist leanings of just like, yeah, we have to raise money to pay for these things. Like. Maybe if you didn't have your job to pay for, or like, not yeah. that people should be paying for people's jobs. It's just the idea that we have like, to pay your freaking wage. <laughs> let me let me back this up. I feel like I feel like this went a different different direction. <laughs> well, like if Planned Parenthood would stop sending me mail, I feel like they'd have more money. Yeah, stop with the paper. Yeah, stop with the. I do get a lot of stuff from Planned Parenthood, and I regularly donate to them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm on board with you guys. I'm yeah. there. I'm right there with you. No, I read I your emails. I have to say, though, and this is not to disparage Planned Parenthood, because, of course, I'm 100% behind Planned Parenthood. But, like, when I lived in D.C., I had a scare that I had a lump, and it, like, terrified me to my core, as it does. Mm-hmm. Lumps, yeah. And I No lumps. And I called, No. No lovely lady lumps. <laughs> There's that's not a real thing. No. Lumps are never lovely. No. So <laughs> this is like like a lump of sugar. <laughs> you know? Your lump's fine. It's sugar inside. Oh great. Got it out. I wanna eat it. <laughs> oh that that's just a lollipop. I got stuck to my boob. <laughs> I was wondering what happened to that. I got stoned and dropped my lollipop. Now it's in my bra. <laughs> um, I called Planned Parenthood and I was like, somebody needs to touch my tits. Like, I'm I'm scared. And they're like, okay, well, like, that's going to be $100. And I was like, no, I'm calling you because I heard that you're the place where, where I you don't go. need it to have $100. Yeah. Um, uh, and they're like, yeah, no, $100. And I was like, I give money to you guys all. I've given at least a hundred dollars to yeah. you. Can you please? Live? And they they Can couldn't. You this lump? Yeah, they, they couldn't. No, and I think it's because like maybe when you live in a big city, they're like, well, we have like way poorer people, mm-hmm. um, or like I don't know, I don't know how it works. Or they're just like over. I don't know. Again, I don't know how this works, <laughs> but I'm mad about it. <laughs> But I went to another place. I went to, like, a youth place that was, like, yeah. And then they were, like, this is fine. Your muscles just, like, bunched up because you're tense. 
<laughs> your tits are anxious. I'm like, yeah, that checks out. That checks out. Um, stressed out boobs. Yeah, but I I get a little bummed that I was like gave a lot of money to Planned Parenthood and they couldn't see me. Not that like giving money is like makes you in charge of anything. <laughs> There's always just, an end game. I, just, <laughs> I do it for me. Every charitable act I do for when I'm in trouble. Uh, yeah. I feel like that was like the wrong thing to bring up. I'm That's sorry. Okay. It's okay to be upset about the fact that you wanted to go see a doctor and even the one that is not supposed to cost you money costs money. Yeah. It's just, just like, like a general problem with America in general. No, but I will. You know what, though? Just to just to bring a positive side to it. I used to go into my Planned Parenthood in my hometown of Elyria, Ohio, that was conveniently located across the street from our high school mm. and is now moved, is not there anymore, and I think is total bullshit because, like, what a better – what's a better place for a Planned yeah. Parenthood? Um, and I got uh, ECP there twice, I think. What's ECP? Uh, emergency contraceptive pill. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. For, like – Free or yeah. maybe like twenty like or thirty usually, bucks, but yeah. like it was great. Yeah, it was so good. And I went with my one of my best friends in high school, who was like my friend that started having sex first. Mm-hmm. We went there to get birth control. I went there with her. Mm-hmm. Um, condoms. I feel like we just bought condoms because they're like twelve dollars. Right. I was never in a condom emergency, but I'm glad that they have them. Yeah, they give them. They throw them at you like confetti when you leave. Yeah, they're like, they're like take also these. Even if you're there just for like an exam, they're like here. Wouldn't it be fun if like every time you walked into a Planned Parenthood, it just like, condoms. yeah, it kind of just like comes down like at a party where like the balloons come down on you. You thank you what for coming to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, I feel like that'd condoms. be fun. That would be fun. Right? Um, but yeah, I I got a ton of free emergency contraceptive before it became over the counter or not over the counter now it's just like do they it call is, it, is that what it, is it over the counter when you just buy it i feel like it should just be in the aisle uh it's over the counter when you can just buy it in an aisle oh yeah you're right under the counter is when under the no, counter that's, that's like when you like that's, that's when, when you slip you. them ten dollars yeah 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 you slip them ten dollars and they give you all the pills and they, you want and they don't have to pay taxes um <laughs> You got that street birth control. <laughs> um, uh, so behind the counter. Okay. I don't know. Over the counter, though, is like anything. Like Advil's over the counter. Yeah. I think they need a different word for that, a different phrase. That's old timey. Why did we start talking about this? Uh, because we were talking about. Oh, Salvation Army. Okay, the lottery ticket. Yeah. Okay. okay. I want to just go back around and say everyone do a little research about Salvation Army mm-hmm. and like just feel comfortable donating. Just do research about the places you're donating to. Yeah. I don't mean to disparage them. No, but if you if you don't feel like just feeding homeless people is important and yeah. whatever charity you connect with, that's the one that you should give money to. Yeah. That's how. Unless it's a bad one. And then don't well, and then money. you probably don't connect with them. Don't, because anybody listening to this podcast is a good person. That's true. Don't give money to Scientology. <laughs> they have plenty. They they're have, doing fine. They're doing fine. Um, okay, now we're on Animal Corner. I, I have no this. segue for this, but Animal Corner. Oh, I I will plug Jonathan doing his Animal Corner song from last time. Now, 
Animal Corner, Animal Corner. This is my theme song for Animal Corner. Yeah. Wait, so if I do a song, you'll do it next for week. next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Animal Corner, Animal Corner. This is where we love Animal Corner. Yes. It's so odd that's so similar to, <laughs> to like the first, to a couple of the other ones. Oh, no. Like almost the same word. No, it means that that's its true song. Okay. <laughs> it's like the truest song. Uh, okay, <laughs> Animal Corner. Um, so this service dog, a golden retriever, of course, most quintessential service dog ever. Like, oh, you have a service dog? It's a golden retriever, probably. Um, they're just the sweetest. They're so sweet. She saved her owner. She's, um, she is the, she's um, Charlotte's twin. She's Charlotte's soul twin. She saved her owner from fire this, this Wait, week. Wait, who's Charlotte? Uh, the, the 19-year-old girl with oh. the superhuman strength. Oh, okay. I don't I don't remember that we I don't know if name. I actually said her name. Oh, okay. I think I just I called was her like, this girl. The spider. <laughs> She's <laughs> Charlotte's web twin. Um, <laughs> she saved her owner from a fire. Um she has a special phone that I'm assuming is somewhere in the, the house. The dog? Yeah. Or has her own her, phone. It's like just an emergency phone that she's trained to use that calls 911. I fucking love that. I do too. So she, the uh, fire started. The dog calls 911. <laughs> also, every time Hannah's describing this phone, she's putting her paw out. Like she's like doing it. Yeah. She's dialing like a dog would dial. And I wish this was television because that's so funny. Calls nine one one, boop boop, uh, and so, do you think it's like a button, like one of those tap lights, or? Yeah, I wish they would have explained that. I was like, they went into this other stuff, and they I was didn't like, think but I want to know be... more about this phone. I, I'm, it's yeah. they're remiss to think that people would not immediately become interested in a like phone more, that's like, for a dog. I wanted them usually when I find uh, stories, they're like, and here's a link to this person. Like this I can usually phone. find the website of something I'm looking for. Who out there doesn't want a phone for their animal? I suppose I could have Googled it myself. Uh, but I was like, uh-uh. no, we're already doing a different job. It's somebody else's job. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing they, they like touch it with their nose or oh, as cute. I imagine they do their paw. And so it calls 911, and then she pulled her um, – her owner, like, collapsed from smoke inhalation, I think, oh. and she pulled her outside of the house. And by the time she did that, the authorities were there, and they were able to, like, get her to a hospital and treat her for smoke inhalation. Uh, she's – her owner's in her 60s. And this is actually not the first time her dog, Yolanda, has called 911. Great dog name. I know. I love it. She called them last year uh, when um, two men – like broke into her house uh while she was asleep and so the dog um like was noticed that there was men in the house so the dog left the room closed the door to her closed her owner's bedroom door went downstairs growled at them they turned on the gas stove like they had very bad intentions i think they turned on the gas on the stove and the dog uh called 911 <laughs> And like, and the owner woke up and heard the barking and stuff. And she called nine one one, and they were like, "Oh, we're already on our way. Your dog already called us." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite story 
Is the animal one like always people's favorite story? Yes, I love the the animal corner is always. That's why I save it for last because there's something about it. Your then, dog already called. Us. Yeah, they already called. And then there was another time where she like her owner fell and was unconscious, and the dog called nine one one, and they came and helped her. Was she? Does she have the service animal because she's a blind or deaf or just like um, it wanted some extra help around the it house? It didn't say. It might just be because she's older, maybe and living alone. I'm not sure. Because if there's a dog that can sense danger before I can, I also need, need a it. service. Dog. Yeah, yeah. Like who doesn't need a dog that can inconspicuously call nine one one? And somebody breaks into your house, they like make sure that you're safe in your room and. And closes close the, the door, door. <laughs> and then goes down and calls the police and tells them to leave. Like, uh, you don't even need a husband. Yeah. Last- which, which is why I got married. Because <laughs> I wanted somebody to call 911 call- and close me, the door me. for me. Um, this I So I did two animal corners because this is just good news. Fuck, yes. Okay. About a panda. Oh, my God. Panda, 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 panda. <laughs> Was that the good news? There's a song. That's it. Uh, <laughs> this so the giant panda this week was just downgraded from endangered to vulnerable. Holy shit! Yeah, so it's no longer on the endangered. It's still, uh, but that doesn't mean that we can no nobody have at them. No, nobody have at them. It just means that <laughs> that. Uh, uh, They're gonna be around. That it's getting better, and it also means that like humans' commitment to conserving wildlife and ha- helping habitats is working. Is what it means. Like uh, that, our efforts when we do good things for nature, uh, we can. That's good. Um, so, yeah, it's been on the list for like fifty years. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like my whole life, I the panda's just been endangered. I mean, it's the. Yeah. It's the um, icon for the World Wildlife Federation. Yeah, exactly. For that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they just announced it. I mean, it's still it's still vulnerable, but it's no longer. It's um, aren't we all though? Yeah, I mean, every day. I'm on that watch list. <laughs> uh, that is such good news. Yeah, I think we should all have um, some bamboo, a bamboo shake. Do people eat bamboo? Um, I feel like that's something that would be in a green drink, but I don't think it is. Yeah, it's used for so many other things. It's like shirts. Uh, yeah, I have a cutting board that's bamboo. It's yeah. like one of the most um, versatile. It's like bamboo yeah. and hemp. You can just make and it grows you want a lot of it. it. Like mm-hmm. it's it's good to use it. Yeah. All right, I didn't know we'd be talking about bamboo, so I, like, wasn't ready. I should have briefed you. Yeah. I say, before you come over, make sure you are up on all of your bamboo facts. I know that it's a wood that you can use. That's good. Yeah, just, like, it's a thing in nature that grows that uh, is useful. Yeah, <laughs> that you shouldn't feel bad using it. Yeah. Um. Well, now I get to ask you uh, about a time in your life when you either received good news or you got to give good news to somebody else, be a positive light in their life or if it doesn't have to do with news just anything in your life that uh affected you in a positive way i'm very excited about this me too yeah this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast yeah (laughs) this is a very good idea i feel like there's so many like big and small ways Mm -hmm. i love giving people good news um uh one time uh right like i had been living here for like a year 
and I like surprised my mom on Mother's Day <gasps> by flying home, mm. and I didn't tell her. And does that count as good news? Yeah, yeah, that's you. That's such a me. I'm the good news. I deliver <laughs> myself to people, and they're just so fucking thrilled. No, um, that is good news. I love. But it that. was like she cried more than I've ever seen anyone cry before. Oh. She like news cried, like on the news when people are really upset. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But she was happy. Yeah, she wailed like an ambulance. Oh. I like came up to the front door. I was like, I called her and was like, your Mother's Day package should be said it was delivered today and she's like it's not here and I was like what UPS said they delivered it are you sure did you check the porch like did you check like behind the chairs and stuff and so she's like came out on the porch and I was like out there oh, and she like screamed I love that it was very fun if you've never surprised anybody before with your presence <laughs> I highly recommend it with the gift of yourself yeah um no, that's amazing. I did the same thing to my mom one year, and it was the best. It's the best. And the bit of the Mother's Day present is the best part. Yeah, yeah, it was great. My dad helped me. Um, we split the plane ticket. Uh, it where, was really helpful. Uh, where do you live? Uh, outside of Cleveland. Uh, so far. Oh, away. yeah. it was. So I far. needed help with the ticket. It was yeah. like $300. Oh, that's a, when uh, – yeah, that's a huge – that's such a good surprise. And my mom was, like, really – it was, like, a hard year. It was, like, my grandma, her mom had died mm. the year before. And, like, uh, she was, like, watching my cat while I moved out here. And so she had baby Katie for, like, six months. And I had, like, come back after – I'd come home from my grandma's funeral in the summer – and then took the cat with me when I left mm-hmm. and it like devastated my mom. Mm-hmm. She's like, Can I keep the cat? And I was like, No, it's my cat. <laughs> the cat. But I'm sorry. And so she was just having like a really tough year, yeah. obviously. And I made it better by just existing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the most selfish, positive corner. Uh, no, um, I, I love that story. I mean, it just means like it means that your mom is also such a huge positive part of your life as well yeah yeah definitely my parents are outrageously supportive Mm -hmm. of whatever it is I'm doing (laughs) now Mm -hmm. they were more skeptical when I was a kid but I feel like maybe that's like part of it it's like when you're a kid you're like okay you want to be a comedian you want to be an actress all right (laughs) (laughs) uh that just gave me an image of when you said they're more skeptical of you when you're a kid I just pictured like a very tiny Luce. Yeah, like, <laughs> I want to be a star of stage and screen. Yeah, and I'm like, like, okay. Yeah, that was it. They like put me into theater camp, but then also were like, maybe you should be a lawyer. <laughs> You're like eight. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I wanted to be a vet for a little bit until I realized you had to cut animals open, and then I was like, uh, what? Yeah. No, that's the opposite. You I thought that just pet them. animals. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, you no. take them to the vet. They hold them, and then a day later, they're great. Yeah. You give them the gift of love. <laughs> um, I I did a lot of fundraising in college. I feel like um, I got to like tell people when I raised money for them. And like that's a good news. That's good. That was like really good. My um, my best friend in college and I we she produced and I directed the vagina monologues mm-hmm. for um, our college uh, in two thousand and six and two thousand and seven. And uh, we raised the most money uh, of any any campus organization Mm -hmm. that was outside the Greek system uh, as we went to a state college. Uh, And 
It was all for like the local domestic violence shelter. <laughs> That's really cool. Shout out Cocoon Shelter in Bowling Green, Ohio. Very cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like we raised like seven thousand dollars the first year and like eight thousand dollars the second year, something like that. And That's awesome. yeah, getting to like tell them that we like raised all that money for them, mm-hmm. like that was good. That was exciting. Yeah. I like still talk about that because I think it's still like the thing I'm the most proud of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I have a really good one. Okay. I'm sorry I've been talking no, so many. No, this is when I get to just let you talk about okay. this positive thing. I feel really, really good about this one. My Okay, this summer, um, my dear friend Elisa, who is an incredible comedian and also um, a real estate agent, <laughs> Keller Williams, <laughs> if you need a good real estate agent. <laughs> Um, I was visiting her with, um, my other best friend, Kate, um, and we were visiting her in Chicago and, um, Lisa's one of the greatest people. She's like one of those people that's just like always there for you. And she has two beautiful cats. And I mean, beautiful cats. Mm -hmm. And like, of course, all cats are beautiful, but like these cats are like, they're model pretty. (laughs) One is all white and has like a green eye and a blue eye. Mm. Her name is Stella. And the other one is like gray and white and his name is Bart. After Bart Simpson, bad boy Bart, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) hero of the 80s and 90s. Um, And they're so soft. Like you put your hand on them and it just like sinks into their soft, soft fur. These are perfect cats and they don't, they're great. I love them. I love these cats. Um, And so we were only there for like, I don't know. Five days, maybe. That's a lot of time. We were only there for an entire week. <laughs> for most of a week. <laughs> I really love vacation, and I want it to be forever. Yeah. Um, so we were there for, like, two days, and Bart was, like, getting sick and being weird and making weird noises and kind of, like, just not moving. Oh, no. And I was like, we need to take this. This cat, like, has to go to the vet. Like, yeah. it's being real weird. Yeah. This is not a normal cat. And he's like, he jumps on top of doors. Like, he does all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Now he's, like, barely moving. And he's, like, five or something. Maybe six. Uh, Very young. Yeah. And um, so she took him to the vet, and it was, like, it was, like, an emergency vet. It was, like, seven o'clock at night on, like, a Friday. And, um, Kate and I stayed. I don't know why we sent her by herself because now I feel like that sounds shitty. She was like, I'll go take Bart, and we stayed behind. Um, <laughs> but she calls me crying like an hour later, and she was like, Bart's hat, urethra is like stopped up, <clears throat> and um, he is going to die. Oh, my gosh. Said that it was like his bladder was like the size of a grapefruit. Oh, my gosh. And that it was going to explode and kill him. <gasps> unless they did, like, a surgery on him. Yeah. And they were asking $4,000. Holy moly. To be paid up front to do the surgery. Are you kidding? They're basically holding her cat hostage. That's crazy. It was horrible. And she called me. She's crying maybe harder than I've ever heard her cry before. And bless her, she's just like me in that, like, she's a crier. Mm-hmm. I cry. Love crying. Lots of things make me cry. <laughs> But this is like the most I had ever heard her cry. And I was like, oh no. Oh, you know yeah, when you like yeah. hear like a person is like seriously upset and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. So like, um, I was like, well, you can't fucking your cat's not and she's like, I think I have to like they said they could put him down so that he's not in pain. I was like, you're not gonna put down a healthy cat because he's having like a medical emergency and they're trying to extort you. Yeah. Do they even care about animals at all? And I was like, we'll figure out money. Like, I didn't have enough money on my credit card, but I was like, maybe we can like 
figure out, like, I'll open a new credit card, do something. Yeah. And so we were, like, trying to figure it out. And, like, I finally was just, like, you know what? Let's just do a quick Kickstarter kind of thing. Yeah. But, like, instead, even that, I was, like, I don't want to set up any bullshit. So I was just, like, people Venmo me or PayPal me. And mm-hmm. I just, like, went all over social media and yeah. was, like, this is Bart. He's about to die. Like, this vet is terrible. We're looking for, like, better care somewhere. Yeah. It was a Friday night. And we ended up raising like two $2,500 uh, over like 24 hours. Holy cow. And we found um, – fuck, I wish I had the, the name of them because they're amazing. If I find it, can you like attach it to this podcast? Yes. Yeah. This is an incredible agency outside of Chicago, like it's suburban Illinois, um, that has low-cost – veterinary emergency veterinary care oh nice and they were amazing and they did the procedure for half that even a quarter amount maybe like 1500 or something it was so it was so amazing but getting to like tell elisa that like people cared and wanted to save her because she was just like she didn't feel comfortable she's like i can't ask people for money and yeah she had um gone through a divorce um since this past year and she doesn't have a lot of family so she just felt very disconnected from Mm. people and didn't feel comfortable being like Mm -hmm. I need help you know because I don't think a lot of us really yeah exactly but I was like your cat's not gonna fucking die like this is insane you know what I mean and like and so many amazing friends um and family um people who are mutual friends but then also people who had never met her like my friends and friends of friends put money into it and like saved his life and if it wasn't for this veterinarian that like fixed him for like a quarter of the price it was amazing it was so 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 awesome yes community yeah helping each other but getting to tell elisa that like we had like two thousand dollars and she came home and i was like we have all this money bart's gonna be fine yeah she like couldn't it was like the greatest yeah breakdown she couldn't believe it and like I couldn't believe it, and, like, that was so good. And then when the cat lived and everybody was asking for updates and then getting to tell everybody that Bart was good made everybody happy. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Like, everybody came together, and it was, like, over a weekend. Um, I think that was, like – I feel like that's, like, the best thing that's happened in my recent life. Yeah, that's a good one. Because that felt really good. That's a And now he's great. And it's an animal – it's your very own animal corner My very own animal corner. Yeah, I got through three of my own stories. (laughs) No, those were all good. They're all positive things. Yeah, the whole point is to just talk about positive. Yeah. And people helping each other and talking to each other. Because it's out there and it's happening. And I think it's so much easier to look at the negative things only because there are so many of them. And, like, it's not because we're cynical. I think it's because people are scared and, like, caring about things matters. And Mm -hmm. I think it feels like people don't care enough. And Mm -hmm. so we're just like, look at this thing, look at this thing. But it helps me get more done when I know other people are doing good yeah. work. Yeah. Because it's, you feel less like there's so much to do. And then, and you feel more like, oh, okay, if I do something, we can all do something. Something. We yeah. We can all help a little bit. Help this world. We can – giant pandas can become endangered. That's incredible. Yeah. That um, makes me so happy. About the pandas. I just like, I mean, that's a fight that's lasted several lifetimes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy about 
so happy about Bart too. Yes. Oh, a good story. It was really good. I the L.A. Um, uh, cat Underground, the Underground Cat yep. Network. A um, big part of that Love helped. <laughs> a lot of people from the Cat Network helped. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you so much, Luce. Thanks thank you so much today. for having me. This was so fun. This is like the best way to start my day. Yes. Um, I started the podcast sleepy, and now I'm ending it mildly awake. <laughs> and that's good news for everyone good else who has to come across news. me today. Um, what's your Instagram or Twitter? Uh, yeah, my Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook are yes. LTB Comedy. Yes. Uh, it's my initials, Luce Tomlin Brenner, LTB and then comedy because I do comedy. Yeah. Um, not everything I say and do is funny because I don't like that kind of pressure. <laughs> and why should I give it away for free anyways? <laughs> um, yay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, thanks, guys. This is um, – if you like this podcast, rate and review it on iTunes. Um, that's the only way to get it. Uh, up on the search results they don't count subscriptions they only count ratings what a world we live in Um, but i would love to get this out just a little bit more so if you do like it and thank you to everyone who already has um and let's keep making good news oh i finally remembered my sign off that i've just been not doing for the past like five episodes oh you have a sign off good news later good news later some frickin' real good news. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.